This is On the Folk in Road, the podcast, delving into the world of folk music, with Jester Steele from Said the Maiden and me, Gavin Darvell. Hello. Hi. We are back. We are. Long pause. Yeah. Probably because we're listening to a waterfall. Uh, sort of. Fountain. No, it's not a fountain. It's just water running over some rocks. So, do you want to explain where we are today? In my garden. We are, and it's a beautiful garden. Thanks. My sister made it. It's very, um, how can we describe it? We're we're sitting in a wooden... We're in a summer house. Yeah. It's a very wild garden. Yeah. We have many hundreds of bees and butterflies, which is lovely. Yeah. So there's lots of plants and flowers. Mainly plants, isn't it? Are flowers not plants? Good question. I suppose they are. They are. Yeah. By their very definition. I don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> um, but it, it's very nice. Thanks. And and very kind of pleasant and peaceful. Yes. Apart from the airplanes flying over. No, I don't notice them. I do. They don't break my peace. So we are on to episode six. Can you believe that? Blimey. I know. We've we've done well doing well and thank you to everyone who's listened we, we've hit our first milestone shall we say so we, we've hit over a hundred we've gone past a hundred now we've said Wee. goodbye to a hundred nice. and we're now moving into new territory exciting so thank you everyone thanks wherever you are we appreciate it and and we also need to thank koji <laughs> our guest from last week yeah Thanks, Coach. He was great. Um, but I sacked him. Oh, why? But you yeah. were intimidated, weren't you? He's by too his good. Natural talent. Intimidated by a seven-year-old. By your own son. Yeah. So he's sacked. But he's he's gone on to a new career now. What's that? Because he he was playing around with Is Garage it? Band this side this evening. Oh. And he's now a now I don't know if it's techno. So it's not very folky this, sorry, focus. Um he's gone into kind of it, It's alright, folk folk fans like other types of music. Well, I know, I know they do. <laughs> um but he's kind of gone into very hardcore hardcore dance music. I, I don't know what you'd call it really. Okay. Because there's some really nice mellow bits in it, kind of dancey beats and things. Mm-hmm. And then he goes all out with about eight different sounds going on at once. Right. And it's complete chaos. Okay. If I can, I might try and put it on here. Please do. Just a little bit. I'd love to hear it. Maybe he's just inventing something. Thrash dance. I don't know. 
I don't know. I mean, it's got a mix of guitars and God knows what in it. Cool. And there's a, some real nice bits and some real mayhem parts to it. So, yeah, watch this space. <gasps> now, there's a cardinal sin. Unprofessional. She says, switching off her phone so the same thing doesn't happen to her. I'm going to leave it. That's Death Cab for Cutie, by the way. Oh. And right, we'll come back to that. Apology, I'll try and edit that out. Um, so yes, where were we? Yes, yeah, so he's, he's done a fresh, fresh dance. dance tune. Cool. Um, I look forward to hearing it. So yeah, his podcasting days are over for oh. the moment. Yeah. For now. On the Folkin Road, the podcast. Gigging. Mm -hmm. Last week we climbed into the van or car, mm -hmm. depending on your preference. Mm -hmm. And we headed out on the road. We did. And I suppose last week's episode was a lot of technical details, wasn't it? About when things go wrong and yeah. that kind of thing. Uh -huh. But you told me that you have some stories. Yeah. So I thought, let's for this week's gigging part two, uh -huh. let's find out about some of these stories, which I believe one includes a witch. Mm. Yeah. So let's start with that. Well, you, um, so you get to meet a lot of very interesting characters uh, when you're on tour. Um, I don't know, I doubt it's the same for uh, other music scenes but in the folk scene um, certainly at the sort of level I'm playing we do a lot of folk clubs and a lot of smaller venues and they often provide accommodation which is sometimes a hotel room uh, but most of the time you are staying with members of the club so people that have been in your audience mm. and so the first time you meet them is, is at, often at the gig and then you sort of follow them home before we go on, do you think that's quite unique that yeah. that's kind of a very folk thing that people end up staying in people's houses? I, well, I assume so, but yeah. I, I would... You don't hear about that, I suppose, do you? I mean, my dad has had um, the not Liza McCarthy, her dad. Martin. Martin McCarthy. Martin McCarthy. Stay at his house. What a great guy. Yeah. He's a nice man. When he performed at Chesham Folk Club. We got um, a request to do a gig at Chesham Folk Club. Did you? I think this morning, but they haven't realised yet that we are a different lineup because they addressed it to the original lineup. So Did they? We'll okay. have to broach that with them. But um, yeah, yes, please do. That's I... probably my fault. Gather. I, I've been badgering my dad to tell the person who books. Well, if they're listening, Hannah is now. It's now Jess, Kathy, and Minnie. Yeah. Um, but I'm sure we can work something out. I'm sure. Anyway, um, yeah, so we often stay at people's houses and we don't um, meet them until the night of the show or even have anything to, you know, any, any contact with them until the night of the show. Mm. Um, the witch lady, we didn't actually stay at her house. We stayed at, this was in uh, maybe Glossop? I think it was the first day of our David uh, Dave Swarbrick tour. 
if my memory serves me well, which it often doesn't. Um, and she ran the pub that the venue was above that we were playing at. And we were staying at the vicar's house and the vicar wasn't at the venue, at the gig, um, but he was expecting us. So we were given directions and we drove to his house. And the lady who ran the pub um, said, oh, you must offer the vicar something as a thank you gift for allowing you to stay at his house. Um, he's, he's particularly partial to uh, whiskey. And we said, okay, can we buy a bottle of whiskey from you? And she said, oh, he's, he really likes this one. And he went, she went down into her cellar and she came back with this really expensive bottle of whiskey. It was something like a 50 pound bottle of whiskey. And we were like, well, we can't afford that. And she said, oh, just give me whatever's in your pocket. So we ended up paying three pounds for like a 50 pound bottle a of whiskey. And then um, she started talking to us about the fact that she was a witch and uh, she gave us all little, um, I can't remember what they were. They were like little charms made out of flowers to put under our pillows to help us sleep well and have nice dreams. Mm. Um, and did you have a nice dream, if you can remember? I don't remember. No. What I, a shame. Pro I probably had an all right dream. Yeah. I doubt it was to do with the fact there was a flower under my pillow. No. But so that was interesting. I'd never been, uh, I'd never met someone who introduced themselves as a witch. Before. So she actually said, "Hello, I'm a witch." Well, I mean, it wasn't I mean, literally like, like that. It just yeah. comes up in conversation, doesn't yeah. it? She gave us these things because she gives them to everyone that like mm. plays at the venue, and then we were like, "What are these?" And she said, "Oh, I'm, I'm a witch, mm. and I made these, and I give them to people to give them pleasant dreams." Oh, no. was it a good gig? Well, it was the first gig of a tour, so it was an iffy gig. Okay. Because... Because you hadn't got into your stride. Yeah, and we'd only just met Dave, and we were very nervous, because... He's it a bit was, of a legend, he was it? He is a, yeah, a massive legend, and it was the first time I'd ever been on a tour, so everything was unknown, and we were meeting a lot of people for the first... A lot of other musicians for the first time, and it was mm. quite scary. So it was all right, but it wasn't our best gig no. ever. Did the, the rest of that tour go well, though? Did it get into a stride it and, did and yeah it... and it it was i think i've said it before um in another episode we really improved very quickly as a band because we were gigging three or four days a week which we don't often do and so yeah it was really good wow and we became really good friends with dave and his wife jill mm. who are just the loveliest people and it was just a real honor to be there because he asked us to do it as well we were picked by him that must be a nice was, feeling when you have someone it was it was but then we were a little bit like is he sure like has he chosen the right people or does he think that we're lady masery because that happened a lot at one point in our careers yeah um but no he definitely wanted us and we became firm friends with him lovely uh yeah so that was the witch lady yeah so any other good stories um well there was i mean there's probably a lot, but I'm never going to be able to recall them all. No. Um, it's better when the girls are here because we can mm. remind each other of them. There was one on the same tour um, in somewhere in Norfolk. And we were staying with the people who ran the club. And again, we hadn't met them. So we did the gig and then we had to follow them home. So they drove and we followed in our car and it was really late because they were the owners of the club so they had to be the last people that left so we were waiting until probably about midnight 
to leave and then we were following them just kind of deeper and deeper and deeper into the middle of nowhere and there was no traffic no lights no houses and it was just complete pitch black around us and it was a little bit terrifying we were like was it a rainy night no no oh, so we did think we were being kidnapped yeah for a little while we were like mm. feel like they're taking us on a little goose chase and then eventually we got to their house and it was about two o'clock in the morning and we just really wanted to go to bed but <laughs> well it was very lovely but they insisted on feeding us pumpkin soup at two oh. in the morning and we were just okay. like but it's two in the morning and we just we really would like mm. to go to bed but when you're in that position where you someone's offering you a place to stay yeah you can't really turn like it doesn't feel like a good thing to turn things down or a particularly nice thing because they've gone to the no. effort of making this soup and it was delicious and it was really appreciated but also it was two o'clock in the morning yeah and the last thing on your mind at two in the morning is pumpkin soup um and then they said we were all sharing a room so hannah and kathy were sharing a double bed and then i was in like a fold-out bed like a camp bed and uh tucked into the corner and they said to us um we've got two cats one of them's really nice if she comes into your room that's fine let, let her stay with you she's really nice the other one uh don't let him into your room because he won't leave and he will uh harass you for the entire night so we tried desperately to keep this cat out and then he came in and he hid under the bed and he would not come out from under the bed and by this point the owners were asleep hmm. Uh, he was like a demon his eyes glowed and he hissed at us when we tried to get him out and like batted us with his claws and screamed at us and then eventually we got him out of the room but he'd learned to open the door so he came back into the room and my bed was up against the wardrobe and you couldn't quite open the door very far but far enough for a cat to get in there and then sit and stare at me and he just spent the whole night literally just sitting staring at me whilst I tried to sleep. Mm. And I got him out and shut the wardrobe and he left the room. And then about 10 minutes later, he came back, climbed back into the wardrobe and then just sat and watched me. Nice. And it was quite, it was a little bit off-putting. Well, well, to help you out here, I, I'm not a big fan of cats anyway. I love cats. I, I'm not. We, this is a, <laughs> this is a cat owner's household, just yeah. FYI. We, okay. We Sorry, do, cats. We do have one that... Um, wondering personally i think they they well there's a lot around where we live and, mm -hmm. and i get peed off with them and they used to destroy my vegetable patch and i used to put um chili powder <gasps> around the edge of my vegetable we patch have a vegetable patch to stop to it. stop the cats coming on and pooping on my vegetables I, I, that was actually from a, a book, so I'm, I've made a confession today. That well, I, there's a lot of cats here. So I apologise to all cat owners who are listening. They've never destroyed our vegetables. But I just prefer dogs. Sorry. Dogs are stupid. No, they're and not. And they smell. Dogs are lovely, and you can go for walks. You can go for a walk with a cat if you've got the right sort of cat. Yeah. Or you could just go for a walk without a dog. Yeah. And then you don't have to pick up their poo every ten minutes. Yeah, but I'm a cat lover, but I am also I like some dogs. Mm. Can you hear that? Those birds, those are parakeets. Oh yes. We have hundreds of them around here. It's fun. Yeah, they've spread out from London. They haven't spend they? hours flying over in the evenings. I don't think we've quite got them where we are yet, but um, we have so many uh, eagles, kites flying over. Oh, we've there. got loads of kites. Um, 
Which is a success story. It is. Chilton Hill's success story, that. Indeed. So, thank you, Chilton Hill. So, if you're ever out in the Chilton Hills, have a look up and you'll definitely see a kite. I'm pretty sure. I was walking through... Where was I? Was it Pinewood Studios? A film studios in London. I can't remember which. Uh, and looked up and there were no fewer than 20 kites. Hmm. They're Which I thought birds. was awesome. So they are. They're lovely birds. <laughs> lovely eagles. I was expecting a bigger reaction than that. Twenty kites in the sky at the same that's time. Very nice, that's very nice, Jet. That's unheard amazing. of. That's amazing. Okay, now you're Sorry. Me. Sorry. It's fine. Whatever. I do love a kite, though. They're all right. I love them. I had one pick up a dead hedgehog in the road in front of my car a few weeks ago. Yeah, if you're lucky, you they will be low down, and you can see how big they actually are. Mm. Have you ever written a song about a bird? No. Oh, go. about a bird? Yeah. We sing loads of songs about birds. We've got the birds courting song. It's a running theme. You mm. obviously don't listen to Seth and Aidan that often. Uh, well, well it's a running not theme. enough. No. Jess is now looking at me with those cat evil eyes. Mm -hmm. e evil eyes, yeah. Um, I, yeah, I need to... Um, to swat up. Swat up a bit we more. We have an ornithological you... section to our gigs. Oh, there you go. You see, we've linked it into gigs again. <laughs> so you have a little section, but you haven't got a song about a kite or an Not eagle. Not specifically, no. There's one for the My future. My dulcimer is a red kite dulcimer, though. There you go. I, th I think a song should be um, pro produced, okay. written for your love of red kites. Mm. It's I like mean, 20 kites sitting in a tree. K-I-S-S-I-N-G. Okay, you write it, because <laughs> I'm writing other things at the moment. All right, I'll try. Okay, and then we'll see if we can sing it. And we'll see how rubbish it is. Yeah. There, there's, there's another challenge. They're not my favorite bird. No, okay. I have a, an appreciation for them, but I'm not like, no. oh my God, kites are the best thing ever. Ravens, they're the best birds ever. We will um, move on. I'm not so sure about. Ravens are amazing. I, I like them. We more sing colourful. songs about ravens. Well, we've got a song yeah. coming up. Have you? In a, about, uh, about ravens. Is that an exclusive? No. Well, oh. I mean. Have you slipped an exclusive in there about. It's not exciting. Well, it is. <laughs> We're just I'm, I'm making it exciting. But. It's not because we're a new lineup, so we have yeah. to have new songs. So it's not exciting that we're making new songs. But we know we now know it's about a raven. It's about three ravens. Ooh, it's called go. the Three Ravens. Ah, it's a okay. traditional song. Okay. Everyone knows it. <laughs> okay. Seth Lateman sings a version of it. Does he? Yes. That's now the third time you have. I think that's your game, isn't it? Now to quote him in every episode. So back to gigging, mm -hmm. we did digress, mm -hmm. but I'm sure Bill Oddie would be happy with us. Um, any other stories from gigging? I mean, I, I suppose you've done so many shows now that it's probably hard to pick out individual moments. Yeah, I'm trying to think. We've done hundreds of gigs, hundreds and hundreds. Oh, we did a really fun gig. Um, actually, I was reminiscing about this with my brother the other day because he was there in the audience. Um, we did 
a gig in, I think it was 2013, so we were very new, and it was in a place called Risley, and they have like an annual medieval fair, and we were asked to sing. So we dressed up in medieval costumes, and we sang a medieval song about hunting, and then we sang a few of our own songs. And then there was a lot of free-flowing mead and ale, and so we got very drunk, mm-hmm. and there was um, a Kaylee, um, but the Kaylee band were obviously medieval styly, so they had a hurdy-gurdy player who was so invested in his hurdy-gurdy playing that he literally didn't stop playing when the, band, the rest of the band stopped. Oh, it was just like he was unaware that there was anyone else in the he room. He was really he in the zone. On, and the, the lady who was um, calling for the Kaylee was like, okay, you can stop now. <laughs> okay, hello, hi, can you stop now? And he was just going in the background. He that must have been funny. in the zone. He really was, bless him. And there's some great videos um, on our YouTube channel, which is just said the maiden. There are videos of us dancing, drunkenly dancing in this medieval um, uh, festival. Kaylee. Kaylee. Um, Hannah had uh, a raw, smashed a raw egg over her head um, because there was a jester and her boyfriend was his like victim for the oh, evening I see. and kept on making him smash eggs over his head and Hannah got so fed up of watching her poor boyfriend get eggs smashed over his head that she ran on stage and smashed the egg over her own head to save oh, okay. him. Uh, and there's a video of that also. Is that um, where egg on your face comes from? That specific event. Well, maybe no. in medieval times. <laughs> I have no idea. I'm not. I don't think it was necessarily a medieval practice to smash eggs over know. people's heads. Neither do I. I wasn't there. No. Maybe it was a comedy thing. If it was a jester doing it. Uh. Well, presumably, because that is what jesters. You know. Entire job could been, was. Could have been a. Could have been a good sketch. You know, egg on your face sketch. If there is such a thing. Oh, we are doing some ramblings today. Um, and that was fun. There was an am- yeah. The jester was amazing. Peterkin the Fool. If you ever want to hire a jester, actually, I don't know if he's still working, but if you ever want a jester for an event, hire Peterkin the Fool because he's amazing. Mm. And yeah, we just got very drunk on mead. My brother had to excuse himself from the room because he was laughing so much at the lady calling the Kaylee because she had a massive band around her neck that was keeping her hat on and it looked like a beard. See, these these stories were funny at the time, but recording yeah. them... Yeah, I suppose. They sound really lame. No, they don't. Yeah, they do. It's good. It's nice to know. I mean, that's the... Uh, I suppose a lot of... When you're gigging, uh, things are all kind of in the moment, aren't they? Yeah. And and, and you, you, you have those memories. At least you've got those memories. That's nice. What, what's your best part of a gig, then? Do you have a favourite moment of a of a gig itself, where you go, oh, I'm enjoying this? Is it kind of in the middle when you're kind of really in your stride, or is it towards the end when you know the audience is kind of with you? And I would hopefully we'd know before what? towards the end the audience were with us or not. Otherwise, it's not a good gig. No. Um, there are particular songs I really really enjoy singing. That are good moments. Um, I I love. Songs like Jolene and In the Pines, and um, oh, actually, my favourite um, moment often is our encore is the Quiet Joys of Brotherhood, and that always gets a really good reaction. 
But the favourite moment's not the same in every gig. No. It depends on the gig. My favourite moment of our um, Butlins gig was when I noticed that the room was completely silent because that was 2,000 people that we had like in, in the palm the of our hands. That, that must have been a nice feeling. That was cool. Um, but there's never like, there's moments, there are more moments that, no, that sounds awful, but there are more moments that I dread <laughs> than there are that I look forward to because I enjoy it all. Yeah. But there are some moments where you're like, oh, this song is really, oh, Is it because it could might be a hard, hard song yeah. to sing or something? Yeah. And you just hope that it, goes well yeah yeah well I think so what what's what's the future in terms of gigging then obviously you, you're said the maiden have been on this um, hiatus mm -hmm. and and you're now starting to come back into the public domain mm -hmm. so is it a full-on gigging for the winter just carrying on as we always did yeah have you got lots of gigs lined up? Got a few, already? yeah. Got a few from September onwards. Yeah. Hopefully, we'll do some more festivals next summer. Yeah. But it's it's quite unknown because a lot a lot of the bigger venues are going to want to have heard us first, and so a lot of people will be treating us like we're a brand new band. Yeah, that's kind of exciting, isn't it? But yeah, so you got lots of gigs coming up, which mm -hmm. is good. And they're all on our website, sethemaiden.co.uk. A little bit of um, advertising there. So you've advertised your YouTube and your website tonight, which is perfect. And we're all for that. Good. <laughs> That's what these plat platforms are all about. Exactly. Thank you for gigging with us then, Jess. It's all right. Next time, we are going to talk about photo shoots. Oh, okay. And, and I know we, we touched on it a little bit. Mm-hmm. But... Let's think about photo shoots and, and the process of all that and how you think all about it and mm -hmm. and, and we'll take it from there. Okay. So thanks for listening everyone. Thanks. That thanks. Was, that was weird. Thanks. Today you have said the weird word, not it was, me. It was between thanks and tar. I wasn't sure what was gonna come out. Yeah. A bit of both. And and please let us know if you have a favourite bird. And whether you agree with What's Jess... What's your favourite bird? You didn't say. Well, I think kingfisher. I painted a kingfisher yesterday. I know, I saw that. It was very good. You can see it on the Distillery Art on Facebook. Yes, you can. Um, I think it's my favourite. Probably because it's so... Or swallow. Mm, swallows are cool. Because they fly so beautifully. Ravens can talk. Yeah, but they can't fly like a swallow. And they're really intelligent. I bet they could if you trained them. You know, it's the design, the, the aerodynamic shape of a swallow. <sighs> Sorry. <laughs> and on that bombshell, thanks for listening, everyone. We'll see you soon. Bye. I think we will leave those two to argue about favourite birds. Uh, thank you very much for listening. That was episode six of On the Folking Road. If you uh, listen to us on any of the podcasting platforms, then please like, comment, subscribe, download, and you can also follow us on Twitter, On the Folking Road. Um, there will be a special mini episode next week 
and then uh, after that we'll be on a short break whilst um, we're away on holidays and Jess is away and also starting her touring so that's kind of um, relevant as this is about gigging Um, thank you very much for listening and also as a little extra special we have uh, Koji's who guest presented on episode 5 Koji's little tune at the end of this message so if you'd like to have a listen then stay tuned Thank <laughs> you.